Crime Curious is a true crime podcast that takes an in-depth look into real cases. The content may be triggering or inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Crime Curious. I'm Charnel. And I'm Amber. And we're going to wrap up part two of the Abraham, Abraham, Abraham Shakespeare case. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. I left you cold and alone. You at did. At the end you of did. the last Naked, episode. Cold yes. and alone. Trembling. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't give you a, a heads up. I don't think we said it was a two-parter, so sorry. Yep. Sorry but, about that. Um, yeah. So I left you just a quick recap Greg, Abraham's friend, probably one of his only true friends, was making payments uh, on his mother's house, basically to keep it for from foreclosure, and paying Abraham back for this loan. Mm-hmm. And he basically discovers that Dee Dee, who had taken over the finances, was collecting his payments, and they weren't going to the bank, or you know, however the setup was. Like I'm assuming Abraham was paying the loan and. Greg was just like slowly paying him back. I don't know. But he gets this message and, you know, it's not going, the, the loan is Yeah, happening. the money is not going to the bank. It's going into Dee Dee's yep. and I don't know whatever she was spending the money on. I don't know if Dee Dee was involved when Abraham did the loan and the loan just never actually happened. I don't know if right. that was the case. But, yeah, so Greg's like piecing this all together. He's realized that Abraham is not actually responding on his phone, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. pretending to be Abraham. So yeah. he's... Greg is catching on. He is catching on. Things are looking really shady. And nobody's heard from, like, actually seen Abraham in right. a long time. Right. So he's just piecing this all together. He was given the runaround about signing this paperwork for the foreclosure. And he's, you know, basically been left kind of high and dry with that situation. Mm-hmm. So that's where we left off. So as he... You know, Greg is not backing down. He's getting the runaround, but he's not backing down. Like, okay, well, I guess I just, you know, I guess my mom's going to lose my house. No, he is trying to find Dee Dee. He's trying to contact Judy. Well, I think he's good enough friends with Abraham to know that Abraham wouldn't do this to him. Right. And that's the other thing. It's like all of this is happening and Abraham's not showing up concerned, which isn't like him. Right. So after he's left high and dry with that, the Hard Rock Cafe meeting that meeting didn't happen. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Judy does finally respond to him the next day. And they talk on the phone, I believe, and she completely throws a curveball at him. Well, what happened, the reason we didn't show up is because Abraham, he had come home and he had an incident and he doesn't want anybody to know about this, but he had gotten in a fight with an underage prostitute and he was bleeding, and he needed medical attention. So they had to just abruptly go take Abraham to the hospital, and Greg couldn't tell anybody because he was leaving soon. He didn't want to stay around. But that's what happened, and that's why they couldn't go to the, the Hard Rock Cafe to meet Greg. Oh, my God. This is a classic Dee Dee lie. For sure. All and over. And also just to make it so reflect so poorly on Abraham. I will tell you, like I said, Physically and mentally, I couldn't handle all of Dee Dee's lies, but this is a pattern throughout this time that he is missing. 
and nobody's seeing or hearing from him, the things that she says this man is doing, they completely destroy his name. They, I mean, they're things like, well, he's HIV positive and he's getting treatments and he doesn't want anybody to know. I think that she is a racist complete piece of shit oh that for sure just goes off from stereotypes for sure she r- runs his name into the ground everything that she tells his family oh, tells the media tells you know whoever it's all stuff that's just so degrading and you know like this the underage prostitute yeah. or he'd been in, and she uses the prostitute thing quite a bit like he was involved with underage prostitutes and he doesn't want his family to know and just making him sound, so, tarnishing so his he's name. he's going to let his financial advisor know this, but right. not but no one else. else. So it just, that was a part that really makes me mad about this too, is because as time's going on and nobody's seeing him, his family is naturally asking about him and where he's at. Yeah. And these are the things that she's telling them. Oh my God. It's horrible. That is horrible. It's horrible. And by the way, if you don't remember from part one, Dee Dee does not have a degree in finance. She has, she has a degree in bullshit. For sure. PhD. That she, that she accredited herself. Yes. The school of turds. Uh, yeah. The school of turds. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's awful. She has a degree. What? She's a it's nurse's, a nurse's aide? aide or something like that. So no financial. No. She's just a con background. artist that saw a opportunity to prey on someone this is what they tell greg that abraham had showed up again judy is t- doing Ju- judy is relaying what she is told right right yeah. she is doing what she is she told. didn't see that he was beat up by an underage no. sex worker she's just being told that so she's relaying the message she's literally just the messenger in all this yep Dee, Dee that is what uh judy was told by her and so that's she's just relaying that to greg so the red flags are popping. Well, yeah. Now is Greg like, huh? <laughs> he's, but he's so he's very persistent in all of this. Like I said, he's not backing down to the excuses and lies. Like he wants to know what's going on with his money, yeah, in his mom's house and Abraham. Like what's where is he now? He finally does get Dee Dee to meet with him about this foreclosure stuff because he was so persistent. So they do actually meet. And this time, Dee Dee was very emotional, like over the top, crying, just very dramatic. And she tells Greg she feels so overwhelmed right now because Abraham has just disappeared and left her responsible for all of this stuff. And she doesn't know what he's doing or if he's even alive at this point. And she has all of these things to manage and no answers or guidance from him. And she's crying. And and it's all about her. And she just can't handle this. I also want to mention that meanwhile, this is all happening. Dee Dee and her scrubs, her family, they've all moved into Abraham's house. His his nice house, they have taken that over. It's hers now, right? He signed it over. So they're all living there. Her and her family wow and so this is that's what's kind of happening as this is all unfolding because abraham signed all those papers when he can't read and write yeah to know what he was signing yeah and uh, this case is so crazy to me i have to keep reminding myself that it's real yeah Yeah. it's so awful what she does so she's pouring this on very thickly for greg like to me setting the tone 
Well, he, I don't know I if don't he's even, dead or alive. Yep, I don't even know if he's alive at this point. Yeah. There was also, I want to make mention of this. There was a video that Dee Dee had created prior to Abraham going on his cruise. Mm-hmm. If you can't see my quotes that I'm doing. They can't, but I can. Yes, you can. <laughs> she had made this video. She was recording a conversation with Abraham, which was weird in the first place because they're just having general talk. And she's saying stuff like, yeah, you really get discouraged, don't you, when people want your money? And, you know, that makes you feel pretty alone, doesn't it? It doesn't make you just want to go away. Like, oh, just, my God. And so he's answering the questions, and he's, you know, yeah, that does make me, you know, I don't remember the exact words, but it was that kind of context. And then she's like, yeah, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go away to? And to me, again, setting the tone for yeah. all of this. Yep. Look, I Look have he's going to disappear. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go away, and he did. Yep. But again, a very general conversation coached by her. leading it. Yes, very coached by her. And also, why would you record that? For sure. Exactly. So, I, red flags. I would, I don't know. I don't have conversations with people. Like, even you and I, when we're venting about being stressed or something, never are, am I like, so. We should record this. Right. And we're. You just want to go away, right? Where do you want to right. go, Amber? Coached conversations. Like that's so bizarre. People don't just rec- record that stuff unless they're looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> Amber heard. Right. Sorry, right. Team, team Johnny Depp over here, for I gotta sure. say. Yes. But <laughs> anyway, back to this case. <laughs> so yeah, that that was put out there before, you know, he disappeared. There was that, that recorded conversation and then we have... Her living in the house with her family and, you know, I shouldn't... So disgusting. I shouldn't call them scrubs because maybe they didn't know what was going on either, but... I don't know. You know, who knows what they who she had told I mean, them. I'd have some questions of why I'm moving into this really nice house when I'd lived in a trailer. Right. I, I yeah, think... I'd I have think some questions. That would warrant so some questions. So he just gave you this house? Is that right. what you're saying? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Greg, at the time of this meeting with Dee Dee where she's crying he didn't know at this time the police were actually starting to investigate her because they were aware that Abraham hadn't been around and we'll get to that in just a minute but they were starting to look into things and suspecting some foul foul play so as Dee Dee is meeting and putting you know setting her narrative he didn't know that the police were already kind of honing in on her okay so I think it was all part of her kind of creating her crazy story Mm -hmm. and trying to get somebody to believe it other people had started to become suspicious because at this point Abraham's been missing or on you know out of town for a a while right like I mean his mom is still alive for crying out loud yes and they were also suspicious because other family members were starting to get texts from Abraham and again everybody that knew him knew he didn't text he couldn't right so they're like this is really strange like why is he all of a sudden texting money didn't buy him literacy that no no it didn't so the family they were also starting to get these crazy stories from dd about where he is because they're asking like what where is he why is he not you know why haven't we seen him the stories just get so bizarre um, he'd run off to Haiti. He had met someone, you know, another woman and took off. And another one that he, she had put out there is something about him having HIV and getting private treatments for it. Just oh my like God. horrible things that she She's would disgusting. say. She's horrible. I, I really loathe this woman. 
So, like I said, though, at first they believed he had left because he had money. Yeah, he, he had, had the this, means to. Yep, he had this opportunity to see things he'd never seen before, of probably. Course. So they didn't question it too much at first. And right. then time went on. I mean, you wouldn't for maybe a week or two. But then months go by, you're like, yeah. no. okay, where is he? Right. He has a kid. He, he does, yes. And I... Uh, probably a second one at this point. Like, yeah. Oh, that's two, right. Yep. He had two, two and children. he has a mother that he's close with and yeah. Yeah. And so they actually, his mom was receiving cards in the mail from him as well. And so when some of the other family members were like, you know, I think he's missing and starting to question it. Mom's like, no, like at first she was like, no, I've gotten mail from him. Like he's, he's out traveling. So she didn't she didn't believe it immediately either. Uh, I wouldn't want to either. So but eventually, like I said, some months have gone by. It's getting suspicious with the text and everything. One of the family members does eventually report him missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so on November 9th of 2009, the family reports him missing. Okay. They do start an investigation and they do end up interviewing Dee Dee because she's obviously been the closest one to him literally living in his anal cavity trying to control right. everything exactly well she's got his, her hand shoved up his ass making elbow deep yeah in everything making him a puppet for crying out uh, loud yeah she was controlling everything so they do investigate her she is more than cooperative oh, she course. loves to hear the sound of her own voice she loves to talk so she is just you know all of this stuff, you know, he's he's here. It's the lies are just pouring out mm-hmm. of her mouth to to the police. The detectives, after they talk to her at the station, they later meet. They make arrangements to talk to her at Abraham's house, and the like. I said that had now become because her she's house. living there. Yeah. So when they ask them, I mean, they're immediately like, "This is suspicious." That you know, they're asking her about that, and she said that he had bought the house for her paid for it's like he'd basically given it to her they asked her if she could prove the like a proof of that purchase or that it was for her and of course she didn't have any receipts she didn't have any trails it was lie after lie excuse after excuse so they're really starting to question like oh of course all right what's going on and i don't think she's as good of a liar as she thinks she is that's to people who are not naive and vulnerable so like police officers yes she is a con artist to vulnerable people but her herself she is very sloppy the lies are ridiculous and anybody that's i would say a trained professional can see that yeah they start to see that pretty quickly and she starts sweating because after the house thing and they're like "Uh, this is weird and you can't show that he just gave you this house right um okay yeah so she starts getting nervous. She starts sweating. And I think this is about the time where she starts pouring this out to Greg of like, he's gone and I'm trying to hold down the fort and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's dead or alive, yeah. you know. So it's all kind of unfolding at the same time. So as Dee Dee starts sweating, she does what she had previously done with the vehicle situation and she starts to begin bribing people. She hid herself in a bush. <laughs> She probably tried that too. Right. Sure, she tried to hide. But when her stories are starting to crumble, she tries to basically bribe people into creating an alibi. Oh, you know, Lord. like, yeah. hey, I'll pay you to hide the car. Yeah. Hey, I'll. So she starts doing this. 
And the first person that she starts, she tries is with Abraham's ex, the one that had mm, caught Moses. him cheating. Okay. And the um, one that had baby Moses. Nope. The second, it would have been the one that moved into the house with him originally and then oh, she okay. caught him mm-hmm. cheating. And I don't know if her strategy was like, oh, she'll be on board because she caught him cheating or whatever, but she was very much not on board. Oh, good. Um, She was not down for doing it. And so she had to move on to the next person. Once again, she just thinks that everyone is like her and is motivated by money yep. and that they're just going to, you oh, know. they'll take this money yeah. and do it. Now, this is the one thing that is unfortunate. She does target Greg next. And she asks him to meet and she lays everything out. And, and you know, she's good with that. She's good with her manipulation. manipulation. So... She tells him that they're trying to look at her because of Abraham's disappearance. They think he's dead and she's under all this scrutiny and she doesn't know why. Like she doesn't know why any of this is happening and she knows Abraham is fine. He just doesn't want to come home right now. Now I will tell you in Greg's defense, he did not have, he knew something was shady, but he did not have a clue as to what truly had happened. I'm sure he's not thinking that Abraham is dead. He was not. So in his defense, I get it. When he looks back, he can't believe he did this. But she bribes Greg to make a phone call. She pays him $300 to call this guy. She refers to him as this guy. And tell him that he had seen Abraham at a strip club. And if the guy oh, asks, Jesus. how did you know it was him? He was to say that his ID fell out of his pocket, and he saw that it said Abraham Shakespeare. Oh, my Lord. Cannot make this stuff up. Okay. So Greg was like, okay, I, I'll make this call for you, 300 bucks, sure, yeah. whatever. Trying not to get my mom evicted from her house. Right. So he makes the call. Now, he did not know who he was calling, who it actually was. It ends up being the investigator in the case. That's who she paid yeah. him to call and say, like, oh, I saw Abraham. He's fine. He was at a strip club. Yeah. So Greg didn't ask questions. He's like, if you want me to do this weird shit, I'll get take your 300 bucks, whatever. Yeah. I can't say I wouldn't do the same, probably, <laughs> And just to be honest. Like that. Well, he also didn't know that an investigation was going no, on. No, he didn't know any of this. So he's just like, okay, weird, but sure, right, I'll do this right, for exactly. you. It took two seconds, and he mm-hmm. had Got 300 bucks. dollars he has no idea he's calling a police no clue no clue um so he does make the call he agrees and afterwards Didi is very adamant like asking him a series of questions like how did it go did he buy it did it go okay um did they believe you etc he was like it went fine done deal so the bribing continues it didn't just stop with that one call she then asks him to make another call for him Okay. For her. I'm sorry. So this time, Dee Dee's like, okay, I need you to call Abraham's mother and pretend that you are actually Abraham. Again, she's like, I just need some time. Abraham's fine. I just need to get these people like off my back so I can figure out what to do, you know, while he's gone. And so he, Greg agrees to do this call, which he later feels very bad about doing. Sure. He didn't feel right about this one from the beginning, but again, she paid him to do mm-hmm. this call. And so this time he calls, he says he's Abraham, and he's letting his mother know that Abraham, he's just laying low because he had choked a girl in the club. 
And oh the my police, God. yeah, yeah, he's telling. This is the lie that that Dee Dee wants is his mother to hear. This what she comes up with. Yep, he choked someone in the club, and he's laying low because the police are looking for him. And but not to worry, he's fine. He's just laying low for now because he did this. He had assaulted someone. I hate now, her so much. I know you're shocked to hear this, but a mother knows her child's voice. I would fucking hope so. And so. Thank you. Abraham's mother's like, that is not my son. Not my son. Like, I don't know who you are, but this is not my son. Also, he didn't have violent tendencies, right? So. No, he, not that that I'm aware there was no reports of him being violent. He was a nice guy that didn't have a lot of money until he won the lottery. Right. You know. So. Why so this, a, a mother hearing that I think would have a hard time being like you choked a girl out like, in a strip no, club. No, that did yeah. not happen. No. Meanwhile, also part of this is Dee Dee had met with Abraham's mother. She took her to a, a Cracker Barrel, a Cracker Barrel to meet for Couldn't some things. Couldn't even spring for an Olive Garden. No, she went to Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I do love their hash brown potato thingies. But anyway, they yeah. have some good macaroni and cheese too. Do they? God, I love me. I do love me some Cracker yeah. Barrel. But I mean, if you're gonna take a woman out, yeah, Olive Garden, is a decent Red place. Lobster. So Dee Dee is just so crazy. It's exhausting. Like the point of her taking Abraham's mother to Cracker Barrel was to have a loud basically diversion in the background so when she got the call from abraham that she wouldn't be able to hear it fully and i see mi- not and, and mistake his be, voice yes yeah so it's just so all so dumb uh, it's just lie after lie the energy that she has to put into all of this manipulation if she had just went to work she would have made money and right. had a fine life for Get herself yourself a job and my manager finances this right is, you know it's not that hard. I mean, it's hard, but it's it's not worth losing someone's life over because you don't want to do I it. Honestly, I think it'd be easier. It, I yes. mean, then, then coming up, this must be exhausting coming up with all of this and orchestrating it. There's budget templates out there all over. Right. You can make yourself a, bu- a guided budget. Yes. It's so ridiculous. Needless to say, it didn't work. Abraham's mother was like, that is not my son. She was very suspicious. She does end up getting the calling the cops to let them know that this someone called to say they were my son, and it's right. not. Right. Him. So something's going on. The police do look into this, and they decide they're going to trace the, the call to see where it came from. Greg was supposed to use a payphone for this call, or like a, yeah, I think it yeah. was a payphone. I miss the payphone days. Yeah, really do. the good old payphones. Yeah. Well, Greg, he doesn't end up using a payphone. He used his personal cell to make the call. Okay. Again, he is pretty clueless as to why she's wanting him to do all this stuff. So he probably didn't read too much into like, well, I'll just use my personal phone, whatever. Yeah. So he used his phone. They Another were... way that we know Greg really didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so Greg, they were able to trace to where the phone call was made by using his cell phone. Yeah. And so they find the location where the call is made, and they were able to trace back and find video footage of the parking lot where they had met. So this just unfolds so perfectly, I think. They they watch the, fid- the video footage. They're able to witness Dee Dee giving Greg a large wad of cash. Oh, my God. In exchanging before th- they walk away. So they see that. Despite, so like I said, Greg had questions. He had no grasp of what actually was truly going on. 
And so when the police see this exchange, they immediately hone in on Greg because they want right. to know like what he's doing with Dee Dee. What, right. what was this all about? They actually find him like at a traffic stop. They get his traffic light. They um, oh my gosh. come up to him. I can't imagine how that went. You know, but they take right. him in for questioning. And like I said, he didn't know th- that this was investigation was going on. No. He was truly clueless. He told them that he didn't feel right about the calls. He told them the truth about what Dee Dee had asked him to do. Mm-hmm. Didn't know why, but he took the money. And is that even really against the law if somebody pays you to do them a favor like that? Like, I did don't he really know. even break the law? I don't think so. I mean, you know, a, a quick 300 bucks to make a, a two-minute call, he right. said yes. Yeah. But he told the police all of this because yeah. he really had no involvement in anything. So he laid it all out there. Police did end up telling Greg what was going on and they were really looking at Dee Dee as a person of interest because yeah. they didn't they didn't know at that time if Abraham was truly dead, but they believed he was. Yeah. Like okay. there was they suspected foul play. They did they were hopeful that he was alive, but they did not ultimately well, believe he was. Especially not with the links that she's going to to try to convince so many other people that he's still alive. Right. So they end up telling him like we are really like looking at her, we're investigating her. You know, so they tell him what's going on. At this point, they also ask if he would be willing to help. Yeah. In this. And Greg said he had to think about it because he was just, like, taking all of this in, you know. He's like, I don't know. At this point, he doesn't believe. I don't know that he fully grasped that Dee Dee has done anything, like, to that degree. Right. So he's like, I got to think about this. He goes home. He calls Judy, the other friend, and asks her, like, what is going on? Like, did you know the police are looking into this? And have you, like, you've been saying that you've seen Abraham? Because Judy had been putting that out there, too. She's been relaying it. Right. And so he's like... You've been telling me you've seen him. Like, what's going on? Right. And so Judy at that point does confess, like, okay, I actually haven't seen him. I've just been, like, telling what I was told to say by Dee Dee. Yeah. So she admits, like, I haven't Dee Dee just has her other hand up my asshole. Right. Puppeting me. puppeting me. Yeah. And so she confesses that, like, you know, now that you mention it, I haven't actually seen him in quite some time. And I didn't think much of it like at first either but I'm I have started to worry so Mm -hmm. she kind of puts it out there too and I think that's what really convinces Greg like okay yes I gotta I'm going to help Mm -hmm. this is some something's truly going on and I I just picture him like being so clueless about everything until that point and then he's like oh my gosh like this is real right this is the real deal like I knew she was shady but I really didn't think she was capable of murder Right. Which I totally get that because even doing the crime podcast, I I just don't think that with an acquaintance or someone that you know that that's the first place you go. Right. Yeah. I think ordinary people, you know, you don't immediately, maybe other than us, go to, yeah. we need to investigate immediately. Right. right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Like the time I freaked out because your phone was acting up and I hadn't heard from you. Yes. Yes. After, I sent you a really funny meme and you did not respond. You're like, something's and up. After like six hours, I was like... Hold the phone. <laughs> what is going on? And if it, in my true crime story, that would have been like Charnel and yes, knew immediately. that was a red flag. Yeah, because yeah. that was a really freaking funny meme. And, and she I would didn't, have responded. And there was no response. And I appreciate Mm-mm. you having my back. I really do. Always, yes. Greg agrees at this point he's going to help. He's in. Let's do this. So he tells the police that he will help them. Now, the plan was for Greg because he already kind of had this 
I don't want to say relationship with Dee Dee, but she had been seeking him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they'd already exchanged money for deals. Mm -hmm. So the plan was for Greg to build some trust with Dee Dee, to really get in with her. So they wired him and they had him set up a meeting with her again to kind of build that trust and build the relationship. So they set up a designated location where the two of them would meet. Greg did a really good job when he was wired telling Dee Dee, like, listen, I don't know what's going on, but I have your back. Like, I don't know what this is all about, but you can trust me. You know, he said he's so far in this with her now that if she goes down, he's going with her. Oh, yeah. Greg is a smooth. They've already had those back alley deals. Yeah, but we've had these deals, so I don't know what's going on, but I'm in it with Mm -hmm. you, baby. Mm -hmm. And Greg is a, he's a good looking guy and he's a smooth talker. Yeah. Like he's street smart and like, so he was very convincing. So convincing that it must have either had Dee Dee's loins of (laughs) burning or she was suspicious that he was wired because she pounces. In that vehicle. Oh, my God. No shit. She pounces, and she moves across that passenger side to get her some Greg. She oh, starts groping him. It's been the Sahara DD <laughs> desert, and now it's, it's time to dry. For- There's rain in the desert That's today. Right. Um, but no, she, Greg thinks that she was looking for a wire. Okay. But there was also another encounter with one of the police officers when she was being investigated, where she totally tried to hit on him. Like, <laughs> hey, when this is all settled, we should meet up. Oh, so, my god! I don't know if these are just her strategies or she really thinks when someone's nice to her that they, they want, want her. her. Okay. I don't know which one it is. Could be both. Yeah. But she was feeling it. So she, she ropes oh. Greg. Oh, Greg. And it was a very close call. Greg gives her, like, a total dad lecture about, like, you do not get into someone else's car and make advances on them. Like, right. no, this right. is. So he he's like, you need to get out of the car. It was a close call. She didn't find anything, but it was a close call because she was, like, feeling his chest and he could have exposed. Ah, also, you just sexually assaulted that man. Right. He was just being nice to you and then you pounced to, yes. on him like a kitten on a yarn ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not okay. That is sexual assault. Yeah, like, keep your volcano of lust at bay yes. and, and back off, uh, lady. Sorry, Sahara Didi is going to have to just stay that way. <laughs> she had a boyfriend living at right. Abraham's house, too. Like, My God. So, Dee Dee does start to cry at this point at when Greg is oh, like, how, yes, she's feeling like rejected. back off. So Greg continues to play that role of like, you know, comforting. And he's like, I'm here for you, baby. It's okay. Just don't touch but me. I, right. But I <laughs> don't, don't touch me. Don't, don't lay hands on me. I am here for you emotionally. Yeah. So not he physically, he plays this off that, no, you know, he wasn't exposed, but it was a close call. So Greg he was like, okay, I want to keep helping, but this was too close of a call. We've got to do something different. And, and I'm a married man, so I don't want this woman leeching onto me. Right, right. And Greg, in one of his interviews, actually said, he's like, like this was a close call. And he's like, I'm from the streets. I know how to do this. Like, we're not doing it this, we're not doing it this way <laughs> right, anymore. Right, right, exactly. So he comes up with this idea. He, I guess, was known for drinking Red Bulls. Oh, okay. He was always drinking one. He always had a can with him. So he comes up with the idea that he would cut out the bottom of the can, like cut it where it wasn't visible. Yeah. And then, and then insert a device, like a microphone, microphone into Mm -hmm. the can 
just have it like sitting in the console. Okay. So he comes up with this himself and he takes it into the show, the detectives. And apparently they were like so excited. They were like all high fiving and <laughs> like, yeah, Greg. <laughs> That's funny. I can't imagine Aww. this unfolding. It was probably adorable. But right. Even one of the detectives on the interview, he was like, I was thinking to myself, Tam, that was a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like they were impressed with Greg. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, they end up using it. They do put the device into the can. And then they set up another uh, meeting. And Dee Dee, actually, I take that back. Dee Dee does contact Greg at this point for the meeting. Like, he had oh, the device, okay. but she reaches out to him. Okay. Because he's, he's, he's put it out to, there, yeah. like, you can count yeah. on me. So she does. She's like, we need to meet. I've got, got to talk to you about some things. So this is when she tells Greg about this guy named Ronald. And she, Ronald is a drug dealer. Mm. And she is pretty certain that Ronald killed Abraham. Oh, okay. So now we're putting it out there that he that Abraham's possibly dead. And now Abraham's into drugs? Yep. Drugs, prostitutes, okay. HIV. Yeah. Isn't uh-huh. that, it just makes chokes, me so mad. Chokes, and is violent because he, he choked yes. somebody out. He oh, my God. She's underage disgusting. girls. It, awful. Just everything was awful that she tried to say. Anything else you want to throw in there, Dee Dee, you flesh sack? Uh, yeah, it's just so sad that this happened, and then she just destroyed his name this way. Luckily, we know it's not true, but... Yeah. Um. Yep, she's like, a Ronald killed him. I'm pretty sure that he is gone. So she ends up, after the she's put this out there about Ronald, the drug dealer, she proposes to Greg that they need to write another letter to Abraham's mom. Like, they need to make another letter, keep this going... And so they set up a meeting to, they're going to meet at a hotel room privately to do this letter. And Greg says that when he gets there, he opens the door and Dee Dee has gone full-blown Dexter. And they're, the walls are wrapped. She's in like a hazmat suit. Oh my God. Everything's like covered. And his first thought is she's going to kill me. Oh. Like this is it. Oh yeah. This is it for me. Yeah. Apparently, she had, like, secured the room. She had, like, a secure computer. They didn't want any traces of fingerprints left. She said, we're going to write this letter, but we have to be, like, super careful about it so nothing can be traced. So she's just, like, secured this room. And (laughs) I can't imagine walking into this hotel room like, no, oh, God, this is how it ends. I'm turning around and trying to get the (laughs) fuck out of there if that's what I see. So they they do this other letter. Um... And another part of this, as they're doing the letter, they also are able to gather that Dee Dee is looking for someone basically that would be willing to, another bribe, maybe that were going to prison and would, they if they were serving a lengthy sentence, be willing to basically take the fall for Abraham's death in exchange for mother, money for their family. Does that make sense? What? Someone who's already in trouble and is going to be in prison for a long time, but still wants to take care of their family. And, yes. Would they just admit to Abraham's death, murder? Yes. And potentially get a longer sentence or whatever, but for money to take care of their family. 
Yeah. Who does she think she is? Her lies and ideas, they're just awful. But Where yes. is she getting them? The Cracker Jack box of how to <laughs> fail at murdering know. someone? But So she was going to offer to pay a person up to $50,000. Of know, Abraham's would, money. Of, yes, absolutely. That's what's worse about this all. She's just been living on Abraham's money Draining this whole his time. Money. So she's like, I will give this, your family, the 50000 You take the fall for this if you're already going to prison for something. You know, yeah. NBD, yeah. totally fine. And so she has built some trust with Greg and, and kind of hinted towards this, I believe. So, and detectives obviously are able to hear this. So they do set up. Oh, yeah. It, basically, like, well, Greg happens to have a cousin that could possibly, like, right. he puts that out there. Like, well, I... I I Weird. have somebody. I have a cousin. Yeah. That's... I have a perfect fit for you. Yeah. So they're able to like have him propose this to her. Man, ask and you shall receive, Dee Dee. Yeah. And along with the confession, the in the package offer was also that they had to agree to move the Abraham's body. Like move the body, confess to murdering him. Wow. Before being sentenced to prison. So this goes Who from, would go for this? This goes from Dee Dee of, I think that he might have been murdered by Ronald, to, hey, let's find someone that will just admit to, like, she just abandons the Ronald thing altogether with Greg? I think she, she still tries to play the Ronald thing because she hasn't admitted that she did this at this point. She's still trying. And I don't know if it was, but why do you want to cover it? If you need someone to, if you have nothing to do with it, DD, why don't you go to the police and turn Ronald in? Right. Like, right. Why do you need a whole other fall person? She could have also been so wrapped up in her lies. She couldn't keep them straight. Yeah, that's She's what like, I uh, think. Okay. Now we need somebody. That's what I think. You know, yeah, they, exactly. they think it's me because Ronald doesn't exist. Right. So she has to find somebody else that's going to be willing to move the body and take the fall and I will tell you throughout like even today she blames Ronald has been like her thing it's Ronald it's Ronald did this but part of the story was like they think it's me and so I've got to get the police off my back so let's let's bribe somebody because because it wasn't me it was Ronald but we got to get right you know, yeah we got to get them off my back so oh my god so this is I just this woman's head exhausts me so much but at this point Greg is in deep he is like in this and investigators tell Greg, like, we really need you to get the murder weapon or try to find that, like th that something was used. Cause she hasn't yeah. confessed fully right. yet. It's right. all coming together, but they're like, we really need to see a murder weapon right. or something. So they really, th what they want is for her to confess where the body is located. Yeah. If it's, if he's dead, like, right. You know, so where do I need to tell my cousin to go move right, the body, pick to move the body it. up and move it. And so Dee Dee, she does end up taking the bait. She really must have put some trust into Greg and thought he was like in I, it to win it. I think that it. she's so narcissistic that she thinks that she's just that good at manipulating. Could be. And is like, I've got, I got him. him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's mine now. He's in this. He's involved with yeah. it. So he's not going to back out now. He's helping. Yeah. So that could, could very well be. But so she does take the bait. She does end up showing him, you know, I don't know what smooth lines he used or whatever, but she does end up showing him where the murder weapon was and the gun that she had used to shoot and kill Greg. She, Abraham. Or Abraham, I'm sorry, yes. And then she even ends up taking Greg to the site where Abraham's body had been buried. 
and she she had convinced her boyfriend to bury the body um, using a, a those backhoe. thingies. Yeah, the mm-hmm. thing. Yes, the thingy that digs. Yep. Yep. Now, don't know if the boyfriend knew that what she's, he was doing. Okay. Oh, that he, that he was, was digging a grave. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he and, did. Okay. So she, the boyfriend, dug a hole. They had put the body. The body was in the ground, mm-hmm. and then she had hired somebody to put a concrete slab over the top of mm-hmm. it. And she used her lies, basically saying like, "Oh, well, I needed this to store my boat and everything Abraham had paid for, pretty much." Right. Like, right. "Oh, I just want this slab to to store my boats and other things, you know, on top of it." So she tells Greg all of this. Meanwhile, the police are listening, and so they do hone on on the in, hone in on this location. They're able to find this concrete slab. Mm-hmm. They're able to uh, dig up, and they do find his his body, his remains. Um, this was a total of nine months that he had been there. Oh my gosh! So nine months of her doing this, stringing people along, telling his family horrible things, living in his house yes. and spending all of his money. Yes, like oh, he's out, you know, beating prostitutes, oh. and she's just draining his money. It's so sad to me. It really me it breaks my heart. This woman is horrible. So they do find the body. Now, they were also actually, with this letter, uh, they were able to follow and actually witness the the hazmat suit letter. Yes. They followed and saw the, them deliver it to the mailbox and, like, got the letter. <laughs> so they really were able to, with Greg, yes. piece all of this together and hone in on Dee Dee pretty easily yeah. after he got on board. So he really like made this happen yeah so kudos to greg oh good <laughs> um on january 20th, legitimately abraham's only one yes, really good he really was yeah. his true friend yeah so on january 27th of this it was 2000 2010 at this point police they do find the body after they dug the site they found his remains january 28th 2010 James Moore, Dee Dee's ex-husband, is interviewed by detectives, and he does make the claim that he had dug the hole. Mm-hmm. So he does say, yes, I did. On the 29th, the body was properly identified as Abraham Shakespeare, so they're able to make an ID on him. And then on February 2nd, they get their girl. Oh, they hone good. In, they take Dee Dee Moore into custody, and she is charged with accessory after the fact. Um, The judge on February 3rd set a million-dollar bond for Doris, Dee Dee Moore. (laughs) And on February 19th, Dee Dee is is charged with first-degree murder. Um, She does, on March 15th, plead not guilty, of course. Oh, of course. (laughs) To the murder. So it did, from 2010 to 2012, it did take a little while for the trial to take place. But Dee Dee was... Uh, found guilty of murder, and she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I think it was a pretty no-brainer, uh, easy. There, there. I um, mean, yeah, they I mean, had she, everything. Yeah, and she tried to convolute as much as she could because, if I remember right, in the um, some of the legal proceedings that were a problem, 
is that everything was signed over when mm-hmm. Abraham was alive yep. of his own volition. And so then the prosecutors had to go and prove that he was manipulated into it. Yeah. So it took quite some time, if I remember right, I'm sure from did. a legal standpoint because to he, get the justice. Yeah, he signed everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that was a little bit of a challenge. But the fact that he couldn't read and write was huge. Yeah. That yep. he did not know what he was signing. Yeah. And then you look at her And history. then you murder him. So her embezzlement history, yep. her lies, manipulation, the the vehicle situation. Yes. I mean, I think it. I think it was a. They were able to paint pretty a pretty clear picture of what yeah. happened. I did watch an interview that Dee Dee had done from prison. She's such a piece of work. Like I can't. I can't even. Oh, I'm sure. Um, she continues to compulsively lie. She continues to blame Ronald. She had oh, said on the God. Air, like, it, it was Ronald. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was Ronald. Okay, Dee Dee. She even implied Greg. She's like, I knew Greg had something to do with it. Like, she's just continuing to blame. Oh, my God. I knew lying, Greg had something to do with it. Crying over the top. Yeah. I can't imagine how exhausting she Did is. Did she hire someone to? Well, no, no, she did it. Did she do it? She pulled the trigger twice. Okay. I forgot okay. to mention that. I apologize. So much info on this case. But right. she did. she did murder him. Okay. And, um, yep, she continues to now say she's innocent, and, and it was Ronald. So Ronald. Yeah, I think she's yep. got some mental illness going on up oh, in there. Oh, absolutely. She doesn't have much of anything else, I can tell you that. Yeah. So Greg Smith, in an interview after all this had happened, he said that Abraham was a true friend, and he he helped him out because basically Abraham had helped him out, and this was his way to give back like bring justice to this case he also said he wishes that abraham never would have won the lottery he would still be here today yeah definitely and it's so sad because it's true he would still be here with us today and it never it wasn't a blessing to him he never Mm -mm. it truly was the curse of the lottery it it seems like he never really even got to enjoy yeah any of it he didn't for very long he got he got taken advantage of right away. Right. This did send him into kind of a meeting. Honestly, this all started with slimy Barbara. Yes. She set the tone by taking advantage of him for the house. With and the- then she introduced him to Dee Dee. Yep. Thanks a lot, Barbara. Oh, Barbara, you suck. You really do. She she did bring she did. Dee Dee into the picture. Wow. And she is the the I think one of the first ones to take advantage of right. him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it did make him depressed. There's a couple interviews where he he says he wish he never yeah. would have won. He was better off broke. Like Aww. so, it just it's a true oh, case of go. greed. Money can't buy you happiness. That's it for can't. sure. It can't. It can't. And he, you know, I'm glad he got a, a taste of a few things he never had. But yeah. at the same time, they only brought Didn't him. Didn't have to struggle financially, but it yeah. did bring on other woes. And then murder. Gosh. Yep. So I will say one good thing that came out of this, they actually did um, pass a bill that law would be changed. So lottery names, like winners, are not announced can be, can publicly be, oh good because it i mean look what happened it, yes. it puts people in a very vulnerable spot it does because of greedy leeches yep. Yep. that see this as an opportunity to take advantage of someone mm-hmm. so that was passed that now you don't have to reveal names publicly i believe it's for 90 days when they win so okay. and i don't know if they still after 90 days announce them or not but at least that's some protection yeah 
yeah. for for people that do win. Because there are other cases of people who were killed for for money. Sure. Um, there was one, I was just looking in 2016, there was one, someone was shot after winning the lottery and killed after he had won 400,000. Um, 400,000? Someone killed him yes. over 400,000? Isn't that horrible? That is awful. It's just amazing what greed can do to people. I mean, that doesn't even buy you... A, honestly, today in today's spending power, four hundred thousand isn't nearly it as last much that as it many. used to. Yeah. yeah, that long. I mean, right. So in the so for winners of two hundred and fifty thousand or more, that they okay. they're not publicly identified. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a good thing. Unfortunately, we want to believe there's a lot of good people, which there are, but not everybody has good intentions. No, exactly. So, yeah, that's the very tragic story of Abraham. A, rest in peace, Abraham. So sorry that your life ended like that. It's so sad, too, because she drained all of his money. Yeah. She spent it all. Yep. So his family doesn't even have anything to remain, you know, not so that they would take any of it. I mean, it sounds like his mom she knew didn't it was want bad any. art anyway. And kudos to Greg. Like, he's really the one that was able to unfold all of this. And if it wasn't for him being able to get in with Dee Dee, who knows? Yeah, exactly how long it would have went on. Yeah, she may have been able to pull this off for a while. I agree. So good for her. Or him. Good for him. Good for him. Are you ready for a brain bath? I'm so ready. Let's get this case behind us. Tucked away. Okay. All right. I got a good one for you. Okay. I love me a good cheese story. <laughs> I love As cheese. Do, me too. Love me some cheese. So this article is titled, Major Cheese Heist Puts Dutch Dairy Farmers on Alert. Oh. This was no joke. This was a big cheese heist. Um, this says, thieves made off with thousands of pounds of cheese worth about $23,000 from a Dutch dairy farmer last week. And this was not long ago that this happened. The cheese heist was just recently. This was April 8th that was written. Thieves have found cheese as lucrative as many people find it delicious, and a sophisticated heist in the Netherlands has dairy farmers on high alert. I can picture a Netherlands dairy farm. So this is... Apparently, oh cheese gosh. is a very desired Commodity? item. Yes. What are they going to do with that much cheese? Resell it on the black market? That's a good question. Poor Gerda van Dorp, a, ch- a Dutch cheese farmer. She, Gerda van Dorp? Poor Gerda. She oh, Gerda. She woke up on March 29th. She sounds like someone that would have a lot of cheese. She, she does. It really is a fitting name. She woke up on March 29th to a mostly empty cheese storage room. No! Overnight, the thieves had taken from her shelves 161 wheels of cheese, weighing about 3,500 pounds. This was an organized operation. This was no small job. No, no. This is some Ocean's Eleven shit going on (laughs) up in there. This had to have been like a carefully planned cheese Cheese heist. heist. It was a team. You were probably exhausted after moving all of that cheese. How many pounds? 3,000 pounds of cheese, I'd say. 3,500 pounds of cheese. That's wow. a lot of wheels. Worth worth twenty three thousand dollars. Yes. Do you know how much work is in that? You know how much milking went into that? It does say cheese heist. They tend to be on the rare side, um, at least in terms of large volume. But they do occur worldwide. It says in two thousand sixteen, 
in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, about 160,000 pounds of cheese was stolen. What the hell? From from multiple stores. So cheese theft is real in Among Us. Is it any cheese or like the good cheeses? Like a Dubliner, a Gouda? You know, it doesn't say what the coveted cheese is. I don't think it's just a shredded Mott's. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it's the fancy stuff that they're after. Yeah. Cheese is expensive. A good cheese. It is. It cheese can break is the very bank. expensive. So maybe they're going for the, the high quality, the good stuff. Those charcuterie boards that people put on for their friends, that's not a cheap cop out. Yeah. That is an expensive hors d'oeuvre. You know, I never thought of cheese theft being a thing, but it is a thing. Wow. So... Listen, the cheese stands alone. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese does stand alone. You can't um, steal it, though, people. Yep. Come on. The investigator said this is a very, this was a very well-organized crime. They pulled it off. They had took all of the cheese. And did they ever capture them? I don't see that they have captured them. I was trying to read on and see if there was anybody arrested in this, and I don't see that they were. Oh, so we could just be eating black market cheese and not even know it? From yes. Gerda. For poor Gerda. Poor Gerda. <laughs> Missing all of her cheese. Oh. Wow. It's this, just a little bit on this article. It says, cheese is stolen due to its value. Decker, one of the investigators on this said, um, he said, different products made out of raw materials attract certain consumers and deliver a big payday for thieves. It is, of course, never pleasant to have burglars in your yard, he said. We know all too well how much craft is involved in the cheeses. Amber, people are going to start stealing our cakes and cookies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, fuck. I dare you. It's time to build a moat. I dare you to come get one of my babies (laughs) that I spent hours hours working on. Hours working on. I'll be ready for cake theft. That's right. That's right. Oh, so, yeah, that's a lot of cheese, a lot of... Pounds of cheese and poor Gerda. Poor Gerda. Poor Gerda lost a lot of money. But also think about the time and effort that it went into planning that heist all for cheese. All for a dairy product that gives people with IBS diarrhea. Serious issues. Right. Poor Gerda probably like made all that cheese and stored it. Like that was a lot of work. That was months of work. People suck. Yes, they do. I'm sorry, Gerda, if you're listening. I hope that you get all of your cheese. Hope back. your cheese was insured. Yeah, because yeah. that's like twenty three thousand yes. dollars worth of your income gone. Yeah, that's a lot that you worked that's hard terrible. on. I didn't bathe you at all. I just made I, things worse. I think you did God. make things worse. I'm, now I'm just sad. I'm, I'm sorry, sad guys. For Gerda, <laughs> for Gerda, and all of this. God. Uh, all right. Well, we hope that you keep it curious. We hope you keep listening. Join our Patreon if you'd like to help keep us on the air, crimecuriouspatreon.com. There is extra content for you should you choose to do that. And uh, follow us on social media. Feel free to send us case suggestions or a little note, anything. We read them. Amber and I are two real people. We are real. And we are very, very real. And we do, we're the ones writing you back. We don't have a team. We're not paying anybody to do that. To do anything. No. (laughs) It is us. That's right. So, uh, yeah, feel free to write us, crimecurious at yahoo.com or on our socials anytime. So, all right. Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye.